This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Here we are into the new, 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 new year. And what we are going to be looking at is all about um, setting up for the uh, some of the tools that you can be taking advantage of um, and that I think it would be very cool a lot of new tools that have come along the way to make your authoring year snap crackle and pop and that's really what we're after and about so what I wanted to do is just look at some of these apps some of these apps are going to have costs to them um, and some of them are going to be free, which is always my favorite as we go through it. But let's just talk about some of the things that we all need to start with. And that one of the biggest challenges I've found for a lot of authors is the whole ability to be able to get themselves organized. This is part of the infrastructure of setting them up uh, for their business. This is a business, remember. And, And everything else that goes along with that. So that one of the things is a, a great productivity tool, um, and it's called the the Toist. And it's I'm gonna spell it for you, T-O, to do D-O, ist, to doist. T-D-O-I-S-T. So it would be T-D-O-I-S-T dot com. It really is one that should be considered at the top of your list to list out the tools um, for this will help you with sales and moving forward with that. What the cool thing is, it lets you sync your list on any device. I mean, we're talking smartphones, we're talking your computers, we're talking your tablets, um, and so and you can integrate it with your email list, which is also very cool. So and and there is a free and fee version. I don't think you're going to be personally anything more than the free version. Um, and, and you could take it from there. So what I would do is just kind of go over and take a, a check-in to see how it works for you um, and, and see if this might be the cat's meow. Now, another one that could help you get organized and try is the getplan.co. So that would be G-E-T. P-L-A-N dot C-O. And that's a task management uh, type of two. And that is, and, and if you're like me, some of my problems with task lists is that they are just lists of stuff to do without the link in and tie into how I to execute 
it all. So I can always create deadlines for myself. But what was nifty about this is that within the uh, plan and the and the thing, you know, this is called plan. It's at getplan.co. Within plan is actually a time management tool that will integrate your task list with your calendars and then spot highlight them. So when it says today is the day, by gosh, it pops out at you. So it's for me, it's kind of a, uh, I have so many things on my to-do list every day. It's the first thing I check on the calendar, you know, first, well, actually it's not weather is what I check. And then I go to, okay, what's my calendar look like today? Starting at 6 a.m. Cause sometimes I have meetings as early as 6 a.m. So what do I need to do to start, uh, you know, fill it in? And if there's something really urgent, I mean, I have color coding. I've always used color coding, but I like it when something can really pop. Um, now the bummer about the plan tool is it doesn't integrate with, you know, some of your other tools. So it's just something, it's going to be another thing that you're going to have to to go to. Um, and then, you know, I should say, if you're on Microsoft, like a lot of us are, um, the Microsoft has a to-do. Um, and it's, that you could find that at todo.microsoft.com. And then what you would want to drop down to is uh, just kind of check that out. All right. And that, so those are some of the things that I would look at for your organization, for just task management on that. And, of course, then you've got your schedulers. So on the schedulers, you could certainly look at the Google Calendar, and a lot of people will integrate all their calendars within the offices. I, I know couples that do them with each other so they can know what's going on and see anything there. So you'd find the Google Calendar at google.com forward slash calendar. It's free. We like that. And you can create and share multiple calendars and import other calendar feeds so your entire schedule is available when and where Ever you need it, as well as those that are cross-pollinated with you. Um, another one to take a peek at is Simple Task Manager with the Day-by-Day Manager, and you would find that at any.do. Do, and what um, people like about this is it just it's simple. Um, and I like day, personally, I like day planners features. I still use that. I will fess up here. I use a paper day planner as well. I have had, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but I've had things go adios on me. Just disappear. Just, I knew it was on my calendar. Um, and that supposedly if I put it on my uh, phone, it's supposed to sync with my calendar on my computer and vice versa. Sometimes it does and then it decides to be naughty and it just disappears. So that I have a backup because I have been caught off guard. I don't know if you ever have that. It's just like, you know, where did, where did it go? And I didn't know I was supposed to do this today. So that's, that's my fess up. I use a print calendar as well. And then I use post-it notes to move things around, different color codings that I have. So back to any.do. 
So it's a it's a day planner, and that you all they also have some other um, gamification goodies that you can add to it uh, to make it funny. Because um, I don't know about you, but most to do lists are not fun to me. I just got to mark them off and move them off and get them done. Uh, there's also a few others. Uh, Apple uh, has their Fantastica 2 uh, calendar app at flexibits.com, F-L-E-X-I-B-I-T-S.com. And so that would be for the Apple folks. And then uh, there is uh, the uh, the best Android calendar app, which is the Business Calendar 2, and you'd find that at A-P-P-Genix, AppGenix hyphen Software, So that's A-P-P-G-E-N-I-X hyphen software.com. Those are all things that you can explore um, and help you out in that. So, all right, we got that we're, we're doing organization. So what do we do with all our stuff? All right, so one of the things that you can stop, there are some common characteristics for storage. And we're talking about, uh, you know, there's certainly paper storage files in the old-fashioned file box. But you've got a lot of stuff on your computer and should be using the cloud. So there's uh, there's a variety of things that, that come across. Um, it's very, it's this, this whole app uh, environment is a very crowded environment. So where do you go? What do you choose? Uh, it, it's there's a handful of companies that do lead the pack, and I'll highlight those in this arena. And the system creates whatever that your account is when you get a computer. That usually they have something that you can download software to your machine and start installing these apps on all the various devices. And what happens? The the process works. The system creates a folder on your computer and anything you place into that folder is available anywhere you need it. So if you travel, you want to be playing with this. Uh, Most of the major players in the field have many of the same characteristics and capabilities, such as free storage, uh, including the capability to earn more when you spread the word. So maybe it'll give you a couple of, uh, it'll range anywhere from 2 to 16 gigabytes, and then if you need more, you get to pay more. Uh, They have web and mobile apps to access your files from anywhere, as I indicated. There's usually a real-time synchronization whenever your device is installed so it's ongoing. So, you know, this is a type of a backup for you. There's often a two-factor authentication options for if you want or need, feel you need enhanced security. And the storage is typically secure. It's encrypted um, with fairly strong security measures to protect you. But I think what's cool is you do have instant sharing uh, apps that you can take advantage of. So here's a couple of names. Dropbox. Dropbox is probably the best overall cloud storage system, but I want to give you uh, 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 a catch-22. They usually give you two two gigabytes, and then it starts at about 10 bucks a month. Because of what I do, I have clients who send me tremendous files sometimes. I usually want them emailed directly to me, so then I can move them into the storage unit uh, for my capability and access. Sometimes they send it via Dropbox, and I've had clients say, oh, I just had this photo shoot. I want you to take a look at this. And instead of, of sending over maybe their favorite 10 shots, they send over 200. I have got several situations where clients have sent over the whole enchilada 
and then they don't take them down. I don't have... I don't have administrative access to their account, and I am stuck with them, that I've actually had to close Dropboxes and open up new Dropboxes. So make sure you set the rules. If you're giving, having people send you files, um, that they have to be taken down. You know, within a certain time, you take what you want and get rid of them. If it's just for your stuff, then you're, you're you know, in like Flynn here. All right. We're talking apps for the new year. This is Judith Bryles. You're listening to your guide to book publishing. Um, and we'll be right back. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another? Author You shows you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative, no matter where you live. Author You brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author You Extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author You's extensive network, Members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. AuthorU is the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, AuthorU is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author You, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author You today at authoru.org. Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so. Or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and e-zine at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. 
right. So we're talking cool apps that you all should be aware about. We're talking about also, as we kick off the show, as we the new year is here, um, is that there are lots of free ones that will make your life so much easier. And there are some with a fee. I would always do a free to test it out if this is the right cup of tea for you. And I would then, if they only have a free trial before you kick in the credit card charges, that one of the tips I'd recommend to you is that you sign up for the free trial. Usually it's maybe going to be a 14-day. You might get a 30-day. On day 13 or day 29, put into your calendar to go in and cancel the free trial so they don't start charging your, if you're not happy with it if you don't uh, so they don't start charging your credit card so just the tip so I always go in the day before the free trial is up and then take advantage of this one alright so we're talking about storage units uh, what's what's up in the sky or what can be put on your, your desktop and pulled down uh, that we mentioned that just really starting with Dropbox it's an oldie but a goodie it's been around it was one of really the first ones out there that really did it. Others have added to the scene, but I would certainly take advantage of it. Get the freebie. The two gigabyte of storage is always for free. You can go up to, to two terabyte. That's humongous, people. Two terabyte a month for uh, $10 a month. So if you have a boatload of things that that you can pull on, you just sign into your Dropbox accounts and get to it. All right. Other, others to consider certainly is Google One. And the Microsoft OneDrive. Uh, Google's cloud storage is found at google.com forward slash drive. And you can read what's free, what's the fee. And then Microsoft OneDrive it would be at onedrive.com. That's OneDrive.com. Google One will give you 15 gigabytes free on the drive. And, and, and of course, you tap in to use your Gmail if you have that um, for that. And you can do lots of smaller images and videos can be stored into there. If you kick it up, if Google is your uh, go-to source, if you kick it up to the first tier, you can get a hundred up to a hundred gigabytes. Still a lot for just twenty dollars a year. So that could be maybe some of your most important files you could drop into there. So again, you can pull them from anywhere um, that you would want. So OneDrive which is Microsoft's big uh, enchilada um, that it has that, you know, we're talking about storage, 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 storage. Uh, OneDrive, its primary purpose is to make it easy to store your Microsoft documents. Um, So when you have a Microsoft 365 subscription that that it taps into that, it's included. You can get five gigabytes of free storage, or you can kick it up to 100 gigabytes starting at $1.99 or 2 bucks a month. All right, so if you're a subscriber to the Microsoft 365 subscription, you get one terabyte for free. So now when I give you these parameters, of course, they're always the gods, the cyber gods can always come in and do a changing of them who control each of these as the administrators. But this is what it is in the here and now. Um, As we look at as our vision, our theme of having vision going forward with your publishing success and your author success this year is that 2020. Uh, This is what we have there. 
All right. There's also a couple of others you can check out. There's something called Box, B-O-X dot com. It's a business-focused uh, storage system. There's something called Sync, S-Y-N-C dot com, which is like extra secure off-the-wall uh, security. And that runs at 10 bucks a month and will give you um, uh, two terabytes of up to storage. So those are some things that you should be considering for your organization. Now, <clears throat> let's start over with some um, note keeping of, of where you can go into that. Uh, if you have the G Suite, which is Google's professional office suite, kind of like the 365 that uh, suite that uh, Microsoft offers, that you can keep everything on the Google. Um, it, it's their answer to the full Microsoft Office, and investing in G Suite is going to cost you around five bucks a month, um, and have that. Now, what about little things? What about all those photos and that you keep taking? And with these new fancy dancy cameras that we have and on iPhone smartphones, they get more and more in that area. He said, you need some things to keep track of. So there's something called Apple Notes. Um, it's an Apple's if you're on an Apple phone, iPhone, <clears throat> or on a, with a uh, computer. It's their internal note system, and it's available on all Apple devices. There is Google Keep. It's Google's note-taking tool. You'll find that at google.com forward slash keep. And then Microsoft's all-encompassing note-taking is ever is OneNote, and you find that at OneNote.com. Um, and I think what's really cool here, if you haven't got into dictation, that all smartphones and even our your computers, your laptops and like, have voice activation on them. Did you know that? Do you use them? Just look for the little microphone um, on your device, and you can dictate into your notes section. And um, I don't know about you, but sometimes I get these off-the-wall ideas, and by the time I pull out the pad and paper or I, or I say, okay, I'll remember that for later, I don't. So this is a way to really take advantage of it. Um, and then, of course, uh, Evernote was out there, and Microsoft's OneNote was around five years before Evernote ever reared its little head. So if you are, you know, if that will help, those that's where I would play. Now, I mentioned Evernote. Evernote is the past champion, and it is the past champion. With what you can do on your phones um, and, and directly to your computers, I, I would be looking at the OneNote, Microsoft's OneNote tool. I would be looking at google.com forward slash keep, and then Apple Notes on all the Apple-related devices. But you can certainly go back to Evernote if, if this is what you know, if this is what you love, this is what you carry, for heaven's sake, use it. Um, but there's also simple note. It's a very simple note-taking tool. You'll find it at simplenote.com. Um, if, and if all you do, if you're, you know, I, I actually, here's truth be told, I carry a, I, I actually give them out when I speak. They're freebies. It's a, a self-enclosed um, uh 
the, uh, the note taking, you know, the different colored uh, snapshots that you can do. Um, and that I just like notes. I like sticky notes. So all different sizes because I actually have a coating that I mentally do for things to get my attention faster or I'm separating it and separating files. But just, you know, carry something that you have with you that you don't lose it. I think that's what, what I'm saying here on this. So you can do it electronically. You can do it physically, whether you do it with sticky notes uh, and you can dictate it, which I think is the best to really take it uh, advantage of. So those are things that I use. All right. What about mind mapping? (laughs) Have you thought about doing something in that arena where you could literally, literally just kind of loan it out? If that's just how your mind works with creativity, zap, you've got a key idea. And then all of a sudden, it has little branches that start coming off of it. I know you. When I'm as I'm talking, you can see me using my hand around, and I've got little. My fingers are going out. Those are the branches. Keywords would go on them. All right. There's, so there's a couple of cool tools that that I would like to bring to your attention. One is called Creatively. Create Lee. I should say Create Lee. There's no T. Second T in here, and that's spelled. Create C R A T E dot L Y dot com. So C R A T E L Y dot com. And another cool tool is Stormboard. Stormboard dot com. Um, and that uh, the, between the two of them, Creately revamped its whole look last year to create very colorful, intuitive, online mind mapping tool, which is what I love. That takes, that's kind of like the sticky note things I like to use. You can start with all kinds of template and layout options that is incorporated in the tool, which I love. And for, and then you fill them out. Stormboard has a similar colorful aesthetic. And with either one of them, you can do so many projects for, guess what, my favorite fee, free. So if you just stop there, you're in good shape. Now, then you can go on. There's something called the mindlyapp.com, M-I-N-D-L-Y-A-P-P.com. And it's more interfacing. It's simple. It's clean. um, And you do lots of little circles. You mean you can draw and do things like that. It's not on the web, but it's something if you're a Mac user, Apple Mac, you can pull it down. Uh, There's MindMeister. MindMeister is M-I-N-D-M-E-I-S-T-E-R.com. Um, I love the concept behind it. When you lay out your ideas, you can convert them into then actionable task items by integrating their um, the Meister task, which is a favorite tool for a lot of uh, teams to use on that. So those are a few. There's other things like Bubble.us, B-U-B-B-L.us. It's super. It's free. You've got draw.io, D-R-A-W dot I-O, and then you've got mindmup, 
M-I-N-D-M-U-P dot com. Those are all freebie. Is that not the best? So get your creativity juices going um, and start getting the ideas flowing as we go into this new year. What new book are you working on? What Maybe some blog ideas that you come out with. But I like this for getting myself organized, getting on task, and, and actually having a little fun, which I think is always good. This is Judith Bryles. I'm your book shepherd. You're listening to Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing, and we'll be right back with more. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the Events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. First impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Okay, so we are playing around with a lot of cool tools today. And I want to give a few more ideas of some, uh, certainly we've got this, (laughs) I think, 
I don't know about you, but sometimes I don't know what to do with all these photos I keep taking. I go through actually and do some deleting from my phone. And then I think, okay, so now I need to move them over to my, because I uh, rarely do I name what they are on the phone. So I've got to get them, then scoot them over to the computer. Now I've got to go through and do a reorganization again. So what do we do with all this stuff? Okay, so that um, let's get organized, see if we can get ourselves organized a little bit. Um, and, and I also need to do this, that I still love to look at photos. I mean, when I'm over at a friend's house, um, I was overnight with a, a close colleague of mine I work with, and we were um, uh, just, it was late, and I didn't want to drive the 90 miles home, so I stayed over. And I'm an early, I'm one of these larks, I'm up, you know, four, no later than five every morning and I they had they had their life by year by year and I was looking through their I mean I just so marvel at people can do that um, and I was looking through all the photos I loved seeing them I loved the little captions underneath so I know what was going on it was just so much fun I love the old scrapbooks I don't know if you do um, but that's still that you know what do you do with a shoebox of photos okay so let's get them organized Let's start with Google Photos. Unlimited, it's unlimited photo and video storage with image recognition. So where do you do that at? Google.com forward slash photos. Now, even though uh, Apple has gained some ground in the photo organizational realm, Google Photos really rocks the boat. And that it offered a great gift to the internet universe. It was free. And unlimited photo storage for all. This is huge. This is huge, huge, huge. So it will group photos by timelines, um, by geography first. So you can look back to the pictures you took last April or just click on the New Orleans category you see in the vacation photos from, you know, 206. Um, you can... Um, just to um, all kinds of things. Uh, the service does use AI, artificial intelligence, and, and really scans all your photos to kind of identify like faces, like places, like objects. And, and it does it without any help from you. So that's kind of weirdo. It identified, it'll do, identify all the photos of, of maybe your grandma and group them all together and get them in chronological. How's that sound? So when you click on the assistance button, you'll discover a host of videos and collages and timelines that they've created for you. Now, guess what you can do? You can link that out and then share it out. Or, you know, this could make a very fun, like, of, you know, uh, collage of a decade or of just the year. I mean, isn't that what people do with some of their Christmas letters and that like? So you could have some fun. Also, Amazon. Amazon has something called Amazon Drive. It's their cloud storage system. And you would do Amazon.com forward slash cloud drive and then for their photos they have which is their answer amazon's answer to google was amazon.com forward slash photos but the google photo is really i think really pretty much top there so let me then move on to uh that that you've got a, a few others but i think that i'll just just stick with what we told you about now 
you can scan old photos if you don't have the scanner. You could do photo mime, P-H-O-T-O-M-Y-N-E. It's a photo scanning app for photo albums. And you find it at photo mime, M-Y. NE.com. And there's also PhotoScan, which is Google's mobile photo app to do this. Google.com forward slash photos forward slash scan. So what both of these devices let you do, <clears throat> excuse me, is you, you snap your picture, uh, snap a picture of multiple photos all at once, like photos in a photo album, your scrapbook, for example. Then it automatically separates the photos uh, into individual images for fine-tuning and sharing. That, that's photo mime. So that's kind of cool. The other, Google's photo scan does the same thing, although um, it looks like the results are a little bit better from the one who's the old timer, which is the photo mime. So I would use that. All right. So there's there's some ideas there. Now, I wanted to also bring out for you um, transferring all this stuff around. So my producer, Ben, said, you know, we use something called MyAirBridge, MyAirBridge.com. It's free. Love that. Um, But I want to let you know there's a two-day window that whoever you're sending things to or if you receive things from the MyAirBridge, you've got two days to get it downloaded. I'll tell you what we use in our office. We love wetransfer.com. Wetransfer.com. Now, you can set, you know, a five-day window to download it, um, or you can extend it further. But here's what we love, and it's free. You can do free, and you can send up to two gigabytes, which is a lot. Um, and when I'm working on manuscripts, and especially some of the color ones, if we have color in that, all of a sudden the gigabyte storage is, you know, all of a sudden the, your, your megabytes are no big, big megabytes. And these are for, um, I use WeTransfer for anything over uh, nine megabytes that is going to get chewed up in regular email. So we send large emails this way, large photos, attachments, they all go with WeTransfer.com. I can send up to two gigabytes for several days. Here's what I love about it is one It tells me when it's been sent. It tells me when the receiver has received it. It lets me know, this is all done via email back, when they open it. And it sends a reminder to me that with when we're within a couple of days of that expiration period for when the downloading is, it tells me it hasn't been downloaded, so I better get, reach out to the, whoever I sent it to to goose them to get off the dime, right? So I love WeTransfer. It is used daily, multiple times in my offices. I would suggest you discover it, too. All right, so let's talk about some other things here to to get you off and running to make your life so much easier. So let, let's talk about just plain old-fashioned communicating and that you can do video. You can certainly do the, you know, the manual, uh, pick up the phone, you can face-to-face, which I love. But let's talk about, let's, let's just play around with email just a little bit here. So manage your email. We 
all live on it. Um, I think that that uh, there's certainly a lot of areas where it never goes through. I know that towards the end of last year, there was a major hacking with a couple of the big um, uh, uh, systems, the transport systems like HostGator and Bluehost. And it caused a domino effect that if emails were coming through those, they would just automatically get blocked out and say they can't go through. So that's kind of a pain. The best thing to happen to all of us is that we do get good mail. What maybe the worst things is that we get email wherever we go. So here's uh, a few of the favorite tools to make your email system and your box a little less horrible. So one of the most versatile certainly is the Gmail system. And you get that at the platform, the google.com forward slash Gmail. And it's one of the, you know, they will... Uh, they do have filters. Uh, the uh, uh, you, you want even to look at their their platform of what you can do. Uh, it's got a really a gazillion tools that you can use. You can uh, you can have multiple emails. You can add a signature on to your own system going out. You can add images so it has your picture or your book cover or anything like that. So that's Gmail. Uh, Microsoft Outlook, their, their, their email triage tool, you can find that at Microsoft.com forward slash Outlook. Um, and that, you know, I still use Microsoft Outlook, so I've been on it. Uh, it, it helps you organize your inbox. You can do from lists, you can do stuff, you can start blocking people. Uh, it has tools on you to notify you to make new list off. It also, you can, if you get, uh, the, the infamous Nigerian letter, which I seem to, they seem to be wanting to send me millions and millions of dollars from my great uncle Huey or someone's left me something. You do get those too. I bet. Anyway, you can just go in and start blocking them. Um, and also on their tool, it has an automatic when they can recognize some of these, you know, telemarketer things that they will throw them into the spam box. Um, and then you can just go through and just delete, go through. I always recommend before you delete everything like crazy that you take a peek and then delete from there. I mean, and just you can go through and do a do not accept anything from this sender. And you can do the name or from the um, actually the the uh, .com or .org or .ed or wherever the heck it's coming from. You can block that. <clears throat> so take advantage of that. Um, so those are the two. The major ones can be Gmail, Microsoft Outlook. There's a lot of private servers out there. All right. How about chat friendly? How about having a voice to voice? Um, thing you can have a conversational email that looks more like texting that you can have. So right now um, there's something called Spike Now, S P I K E N O W dot com, um, and and that this is something that the, the people who love Texas, this is perfect for them. Uh, you can find there's something called Edison, E D I S O N, so it's mail dot Edison. Tech, um, but it, it asks for sending a receipt. I find these things are kind of a pain in the neck at times, but you can certainly use those and take advantage of it. And then, you know, there's video emails. So when we're going to come back, we're going to talk about using a video email because it's a great way to have a visual to have a chat 
and get a message across and put that. All right? So this is Judith Riles, <coughs> and it's your guide to the book publishing. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book. A book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Right. We're talking about different ways to communicate more effectively and, and getting some maybe some follow up um, going on. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, um, there is a great tool called Follow Up Then and you would find it at followupthen.com. 
It's an email reminder tool for for anyone who hates all the apps you have to use. Um, it, it's uh, if you want to get something out of your inbox because you don't need to deal with it for a week, you could send it to, for example, one week at followupthen.com. And then you can do another to, you know, like every month at followup.com. Then, and then you start getting things back saying you need to follow it up. So that's kind of a play thing that you could play with. Now, how about videos? I mentioned that just before we go to the break. So that emails, I found when emails came along in, in our love it, have it, gosh, what a great tool. But it was a great way to block. And I don't know if any of you are like me. Some of you might be able to get rid of your emails right away. Sometimes I think, oh, I need to follow up. I need this other tool that I just mentioned. And I save them. And then they get buried, 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 buried. And every once in a while, I'll sit a quiet time and I will go through maybe a thousand oldies. Or I finally say, you know what? Uh, let's, let's say that, well, let's say this month is January. Um, and anything that I didn't pay, if I haven't dealt with it since September, so I'm giving it a three month window. I delete everything prior to September. Now, do I sometimes delete stuff that I wanted? Probably. But the thing is, you got to do some clean out. Otherwise, you're going to go crazy and no one wants 5,000 emails in their box. So another way to get someone's attention really quick is there are not a lot of people who are doing video emails. So you may have sent something and there's no response. You sent another one, no response. So how about sending a video email? Um, and a lot of, you know what, a lot of you who are trying to get speaking gigs, this might be your cup of tea. Um, so when you send an embedded video message with a personal message, here's you talking directly to the person that's getting it. Um, I'm going to tell you, you're probably going to get noticed. So here's a couple of tools to play with. One is bomb, bomb, like B-O-M-B, B-O-M-B uh, dot com. It's a video email system. Another one is dub, D-U-B-B. That's a, a, a dog, umbrella, a boy, boy. D-U-B-B dot com. Um, and you can use that for screencasting as well. Another tool is loom, L-O-O-M dot com. So BombBomb is the industry standard, but it does have a premium price tag. It's not a freebie, just to let you know. It starts at 40 bucks a month. So, but I'm going to go back to what I said as we started. If you are thinking about doing speaking, if you're trying to engage a meeting planner, sure, your voice, but now they've got this video. $40 a month is, is what should be, when you're going after a multi-thousand dollar speech, you should be thinking this is chump change on that. So each video has a big play button and the video link listed. Uh, so the recipient will know, is this one minute or two minute? If it's 20 minutes, eh, I'm not going to watch it. Um, so that is the, the Google Chrome plugin, uh, it can take over your, your Gmail page, but it has lots of helpful sales tools. So that's an email tracking that you can use. So I would go back. Bomb Bomb works. Dub, uh, is through apps. Sumo, which I think is a very cool site. If you haven't, by the way, explored AppSumo, A-P-P-S-U-M-O, I would sure do it. It's very, very fun. Um, and pricing does start with AppSumo for as little as free, and um, it looks up. I like free, so I would play with that. 
And there's also something called Cloud HQ. That would be um, Harry Queen, all right? Cloud hq.net that you could play around with and it's got lots of very specific uh, gmail related uh, type tools now what about uh, just managing uh, some of the, your your calls that can come in? I mean, I don't know about you. I get a lot. Um, I don't get a, I don't get the voicemails I used to get. Well, I have a philosophy that when I'm in the office, I'll answer the phone. And I, I know I lot of, I surprise a lot of people when they realize I will talk to you for a few minutes. Otherwise, you know, you're going to go into a full blown consult. But I'm always willing to give people a few minutes of my time. And so there's different systems. There's uh, something called Hello Mail, H U L L O Mail.com. There's U Mail, Y O U M A I L.com. And those have some spam stopping tools. Um, if you if you have a if you work for a company that gets a lot of calls, you may be using something like that uh, for saving time um, and going through Google Voice. Certainly is there in play. Voice.google.com on that and that what I like about um, certainly you know on my phone system that if people will leave a message. But here's what I love about it. It screws up names a lot <laughs> because what it's doing is it's going to spell it out and send it to me in text, which I think is very cool. All right. So I can read it in text. Uh, a lot of times I won't. I don't listen to the full email. I will listen to it. And I'm just going to give a tip for all of you. Please don't leave long uh, uh, voicemails for people. They just get quickly to the point so they can call you back or may decide that they don't want to. So that would be a, a good service for you to know about on that. Now, how do you keep track of all your email lists, and this is what's really important, um, that that you've got to, you know, get organized. You need some kind of system uh, to do that, and that how do you, and here's another question you need to know. Do you know that emails can track you? A lot of people don't. A lot of these groups that send out emails, they can drop in an image as teeny as a pixel. Uno pixel, one pixel. That when you open it, that it's activated and now they can track you. Yuck, that's kind of creepy. So, um, so we have these love-hate relationships with these emails. So here's some tips on how they can stop tracking you. And that would be there's, uh, uh, there are some, uh, uh, you, the auto and auto loading images. So <clears throat> the first one I would stop with, start with is called ugly email. An ugly email, just the two words together, dot com, and it's the ability to block the pixel blockers um, that come through. And this is for anyone who uses Gmail. So, it, and here's how most of these email trackers operate. Whoever the sender is, they embed these teeny weeny images, 
And when you open the email or you show it in your preview, by the way, um, and the pixel is downloaded then, which then lets the, whoever sent it to you know when, where, and how it was downloaded. All right. So how do you stop it? You need to prevent the pixel from being downloaded in the settings of your email platform, such as Outlook. Gmail, and others, you will find switches regarding external. External is the word you want, external images. You can choose to prevent the download of images or prompt for your permission for um, so that they will be blocked. If you use Gmail, you can also use an extension like Ugly Email, I mentioned earlier. When an email with a tracking pixel shows up in your inbox, Ugly Email marks it with a kind of a weird-looking spy guy eye. And when you open the email, Ugly Email will disable the tracking even if other images are downloaded. So it doesn't, I I think you may have been thinking, well, wait a minute, it's going to block all the images. I want to see some of the images. I send out images, you know. I always, when I send out an email about a webinar, I always do some images included about a webinar, or I always have it on every blog I send out, and then I resend some of those emails. I always have images in there. It doesn't block those. It's the bad guy image that it blocks. It's able to figure out who is the naughty one and take it out. All right. How about stuff tracking what you send out? It's smart to have some kind of tool that captures people. You know, we use this on our uh, on our uh, websites that we capture areas that come in. So if you're beginning or you don't have a boatload of emails let, and when I say a boatload, that means less than 2,000, there are lots of free services. All right. So, so let's start with MailChimp. MailChimp. Dot com um, that Mailchimp is one of the really well-known email platforms, and it has what it has so many tools that you can use for your marketing. So for advertising, for creating landing pages, for having price and labels of projects that you are selling and making available on your website. I, you know, and I like it. Under two thousand, it's free. It's really, uh, it's customizable, and there's a lot of goodies that you can do. So, you know, there's also a Weber, which is a little bit more complicated. Uh, Constant Contact has uh, uh, free up to a certain amount, um, and then they start going into that. So you want to, you want to really start acquiring emails, and and then as we close out today's, I want to just do a reminder reminder for all of you that your website is one of the most important assets you have and why is that because it is designed to create trust for people who visit you it's designed to deliver content of the things that your expertise will bring to the party and it's designed to collect emails fans build your tribe use that and succeed as we go forward this year with a full 2020 vision and be successful this is author you your guide to book publishing i'm judith browse your book shepherd and i look forward to being with you week after week every time
for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. 